podcast Hi. it's uh it's a me daniel and me it's it's a me eric yep and uh we, got, uh, we dropped the ball we dropped yes. the ball well i dropped the ball no no actually i dropped the ball you did but we're we're a married couple now we're no. we're in this together no i'm taking the blame this was not your fault okay good good i hate you so much i wish you were never born so long story short folks i Got anxious about 14 gigabytes of some random data that was on my computer. Pornography. Um, maybe it was a virus from some pornography. I'm not sure. But Did you get it when you look up uh, Lady Boys. I was so anxious to to get this data deleted from my laptop that I del- I completely deleted the entire disk, thinking everything was going to be fine. You know, it's like 14 gigs, but. It ended up being very important data that makes the computer run. So I deleted the <laughs> operating system. Oh, shit. Not that was that. my fault. I am new to Max. I don't know. You know what I mean? And I'm learning as mistakes. Mistakes, you know? You learn from your mistakes. And I learned, do not delete that disk. Um, I could have Googled it. But again, I couldn't stop myself. And that's how we learned So yeah, that's what happened. Lesson. I dropped the ball. Good. Eric is nice enough to say that we did it, but no, it was me. I ruined it. I just told me where I'm going to be hung and I'll be there on time. Oh, you're hung already. I'm, I'm, I'm but but uh, <laughs> no, it's, 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 <laughs> it's like a baby's arm hoping an apple. Um, that, it's all, it's all good though. We, we made it back. We put it's a little, a tripod. We put a little, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but no, we, we're back. We made it through. We put a yeah. little video up. People enjoyed it. I, you know, Keeping people in the in the know what's going on, yep. but uh, brief. Uh, we already, I already did the brief recap on the video. That was mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly what I said. The the, the vacations were good. What vacation? The Thanksgiving was fine. You were safe. I was safe. Oh, but I didn't tell you that I got my catalytic converter stolen. My what? Cat- yeah. People do that. No, they still. What do you mean do that? They still do that. They've been doing that since the dawn of cars. This is new to me. I've never well, heard of this before. Because you don't have a high car like me. Man, uh, maybe, but yeah. Maybe Rockford? This happened in it, Rockford? Dude, it happened in my nice little quaint town of Rockford, dog. Can you believe that? I I, I, I was befuddled, my friend. Yeah. That's how that's how crazy it was. I used I googled the word and I was like, befuddled. That is the word that I am. I am befuddled. <laughs> and um, I fucking, yeah, it was crazy. And I, I just paid 700 bones to get a new one. Mm-hmm. And uh, but now, thanks to my buddy Pedro, he found a guy who makes shields online. Nice. Put him on. So oh, I'm so gonna get a fucking shield. That'll be dope. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's it, it is what it is, my up, friend. Man, that's good, dude. It happens. Shit happens, bro. You you lost some data. You deleted your whole computer. You had to buy a new computer, and I fucking got my shit stolen, and I had to buy a new car. So that's how it goes. <laughs> 700. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys. Uh, so like we said earlier, or what I said in the little video, uh, we've been inching towards this moment for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was a good moment to do it. Now, after our little mini series ended, as you guys remember, the the evil uh, series about our relationships. And then, well, all relationships, really. All, all our, our exes. Uh, then our wives, and then uh, later on our divorces. Um, but in the middle, uh, we figured, let me bring my uh, my buddy Vic. Vic's a brain doc, but we'll we'll let him explain more in a minute. So, uh, uh, Vic, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Um, there he I'm is. a big fan. I'm starstruck to be You're in like, the presence of both of you. Long-time <laughs> listener, first-time caller. Exactly. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's been awesome. Uh, uh, particularly because it's given me the opportunity to, you know, see something come to fruition. You know, this podcast. I know you had talked about it, uh, you Eric, uh, in our conversations, uh, and it's it's nice to to see it finally happening, and and then getting to meet Daniel, and uh, yeah, I know you guys have some have something special going, and I've definitely enjoyed it. I 
listened to all the episodes. I have, I, I can honestly say that I have listened to all the episodes and uh, yeah, like I've told you, uh, there are times that I'm just, it, like, you know, itching to say something, but I can't. <laughs> so I have to debrief it with you and be like, yo, <laughs> this is what I got from the last episode. Uh, so Danny, away. Danny, remember when I said we need to release an episode to, tonight? I'm gonna get bitched at. That was yeah. that was Victor. Oh, really? What the Damn. fuck? <laughs> because he knows yeah. how much of a lazy piece of shit I am. Which, <laughs> by fact, simply knows he's how much you're a lazy piece of shit. You are. Yeah, I'm a lazy piece so of that's shit what too. Like, that's why he's like. That's why he's like. Okay. He was like, "Oh, you guys did this. Holy shit! Let me listen to this while it lasts." Yeah. So, yeah. Um. But uh. No. Yeah, dude. Uh. But tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, and who you are and what you do. So uh, we, uh, so we're all on the same page. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. So I mean, I like to see myself first and foremost as a person who happened to stumble into psychiatry. I am a psychiatrist, but I never, never, ever dreamt that I would be doing this as a career. Um, I, when I growing up, you know, I thought I was going to be a doctor. I did like the idea, um, but. During college, I realized maybe I wasn't um, wasn't fitting in with the whole pre-med crowd, and I felt that they were very intense, and I actually got turned off by that and ended up going a different route. And in a way, that was great because I got to live life a little bit and got to do other things and obviously meet you, Eric. So um, mm-hmm. without that, I, you know, this wouldn't have happened, but... Um, yeah, it's been it's been a, quite the journey. Uh, when I started medical school, again, didn't think I was going to be a psychiatrist, but uh, it ended up being a very natural fit. Um, it turned out to be uh, a field that, obviously, as as a Mexican American, you know, uh, it, there is a lot of stigma within our community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> when, when I told some people like I was going to be a a psychiatrist are like, wait, I thought you were going to school to be a doctor. I'm like, yeah, you see, this is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, that is a doctor. Yeah. Like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, huh? And like, no, no, you, you're thinking about psychologist. Oh, good, good. That's a good point. What is yeah. the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist? Yeah, so um, a psychiatrist has the uh, the medical degree. They're able to prescribe medications. Mm-hmm. Um, and so oh, the way I like to see it is like we actually get trained to be a doctor first, a medical doctor first, and mm-hmm. then we go into the psychological um, mm-hmm. uh, portion of things. And then where mm-hmm. I say psychologist is uh, usually a PhD trained um, uh, person who obviously understands uh, mental health and um but they, in some states, in most states, aren't able to prescribe medication. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of the day, though, I think um, I really enjoy working with my psychologist colleagues uh, because in most cases, I want my patient to not just be taking medications for me, but mm-hmm. also seeing a therapist. In some cases, it's another therapist, um, uh, or in some cases, it's myself. Again, we are trained to do therapy as well. So again, it's, it's a really cool field. It's like being in the middle of like two worlds, you know, um, uh, the medical folks sometimes don't see us as medical folks because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, and they even say, yeah, consult psychology. And you're like, dude, it's like consult psychiatry. It's not the same thing. <laughs> like, so, bitch, uh, but, I went to medical school. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> they also did rotations in psychiatry, but you know, sometimes they just forget. But anyway, yeah, we, we, we kind of like straddle these, these, these two realms, but um, feeling very comfortable and kind of cool too when you do identify a medical problem that is causing the psychiatric disorder or that people think it's just oh it's it's a your brain psychiatric no disorder. you're like uh no this is actually medical and that's kind of oh, okay, kind so of cool when you're 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 able to do that and other people yeah. have, have missed that that's so what i'm getting from this so okay psych psychiatrist and psychologist totally different but however so you are a psychiatrist yeah psychiatrist okay and then you said that basically we can also do therapy so what mm-hmm. so what other things do psychiatrists do yeah so there's a lot of different fields in um psychiatry so just to kind of start off you know you either have you know, an inpatient meaning a psychiatric hospital you know you have psychiatrists there who their goal is to stabilize you know patients get them on maybe the right meds well enough so that they're no longer a danger to themselves or maybe to others. And then they send them back out into the community where maybe someone in a clinical setting, you know, the outpatient setting would 
then take care of them more in long term and you know tweak meds things like that and in the outpatient setting that's where you know you can again it's all psych, uh, psychiatrist dependent if if you have an interest in in, in 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 more of the psychotherapy then you implement it in your own practice but there are other psychiatrists who strictly do medication management and that's what they do and that's you know that, that that's fine that's their own prerogative um me personally i can't see myself practicing psychiatry if i don't do my therapy on on my my, my patients you know one mm-hmm. of the things i tell them joking around it's kind of cheesy but i tell them skills over pills <laughs> you know, yeah like, yeah you know it's like yeah. it's like <laughs> and 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 the, the 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 gist of that is that you know yes i will use medications and recommend them when i feel they are appropriate and in many cases they, they you know if they're coming to me in you know most of the time they are appropriate but also giving the 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 patients um the knowledge that the medications in some cases can just be temporary you don't have to stay on them it, it it'll help you get things under control so that you can be receptive to therapy, i.e., the you know gaining the skills, the coping skills. Mm-hmm. So then you can move on, and then we can have a discussion, an ongoing discussion, whether you want to continue certain medications or not, or tweak them or whatever. And sometimes you know people are like, "Hey, you know what? I'm I'm cool staying on them. They actually do help me." And so that's what I love about, I guess, this new way of approaching psychiatry where we're not just telling people, take this and see me back. No, it's, it's an ongoing discussion about mental health. They're the ones taking the meds. They're the ones with experiencing the side effects. They're the ones going through all this. Um, and, and so, um, I see myself more, more as a guide as, uh, you know, as, as an ally to them and not just, um, you know, this paternalistic doctor who's just like, take this because I know what's right for you. Because right, yeah. honestly, I don't know what's 100% right for you. I have my thoughts. I have, you know, I, I can, I would, I definitely love to engage in discussions with, with, with patients about what's, what's best for them. Um, and then we come up with a mutual agreement and move forward. Yeah. And so that's, the, yeah. And I was gonna say that, that's, that's one thing like that I do. And then other things that psychiatrists do. I mean, we, we are involved in like forensics, uh, meaning more like the legal aspect of things. Um, so uh, we have psychiatrists who train so that they become, you know, expert witnesses in trials and dealing with matters of, um, uh, you know, uh, competency uh, and and whether you know they're if the psychiatric disorder was in, in impairing them <clears throat> or keeping them from um, you know acting appropriately and then leading to those. So would it be fair to say that there's more fields in psychiatry than psychology? Like psychology is mainly like, uh, you know, like a certain setting with no medical background, but, you know, they're certified in brain and emotion talking. Yeah. But then psychiatrists went to medical school and then there's more jobs that it spans out into. Yeah. I, I mean, I I can't speak exactly as to like what the opportunities are in psychology so i i, I don't want to say that that Fuck psychology bro psychiatry for life. <laughs> but at least for me you know in, in psychiatry yeah you can do forensics you can do geriatrics you can go into nursing homes you can do consults which is being in the in in the hospital where you're looking at these more like is this a medical or is this a psychiatric issue yeah but, so exactly, kinda, but because you have that medical background yeah you, exactly you went exactly to, to medical school that's what yeah I mean. and then there's that's also what, yeah. child psychiatry i mean it, it just goes on and on and then there's that that, that that parallel or the the intersection right of neuropsychiatry neurobiology damn man you're gonna be wrong yeah, so it does get it, it it starts to get very um you know detailed if, if if that's what you prefer and, yeah. and you can carve out your own niche i think we're gonna have to make a whole episode later on about deciding psychiatric fields because yeah i was just thinking that i'm like i think i'm gonna switch fields man i'm gonna go from construction to helping people you know they're, like there's <laughs> there so go. many opportunities you're gonna, you're gonna go from cons- constructing buildings to constructing brains oh, look at that well hey, victor, victor's taking uh applications you see his couch back there he's uh He's doing auditions, if you know what I mean. I'm just gonna, yeah, he can hire like me to just sit back there and just be like, no, you're wrong. You need to stop that right now. It would work. Victor, take it, take it, take over, Victor. 
you know? <laughs> so what is it? So what is it? Skills over pills? <laughs> skills over pills. pills. Yeah. Oh, that, I, again, I, it sounds cheesy, but hey, you know. No, <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. Actually. That's gonna be that's gonna be a shirt right there, man. Yeah, skills over pills, dude. That's you. You should brand that. Yeah. Wait, did you did you come up with that? Skills over pills. No, no, no. Uh, it's just something oh, that, that, that we, we say. I, I, I can't take credit. I guess I could trademark it or, you can, or, I'm just or saying just you, see if it's if like I'm anyone saying. has taken it and then I can just <laughs> be like, all right. Yeah, we can be like, it's, it's funny then all these, what, nine, 10 years of schooling and then you end up leaving it just to become like a, a marketing guy <laughs> on that yeah. one phrase, skills for pills. Yeah. Uh, but shit, dude, that's, um, that's, 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 that's a lot. It's awesome. It's, yeah. um, it's it, like, like you said earlier, it's interesting that whenever we have our talks, cause like me and Danny, I always have these talks, but I also have these sort of talks with you on a deeper level that we've you've actually had like, what I feel are legit therapy sessions where like, we're just talking. And then at the end it's, it becomes like a for, for reals. And I'm like, holy shit. Like I feel I, like I, think, I should be. I think ours are deeper though, Eric. <laughs> ours yes. are way deeper. They are, they are deeper because you have more problems. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, 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 <clears throat> I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, uh, no, like it's you know, it just it, it gets to that level where I'm like, man, like I should family with some money. And uh, <laughs> I, I was telling him, like, I knew him before he was a psychiatrist, and it just feels weird because of the talks. I yeah. always like, I always thought he was a psychiatrist, and he's like, oh no, wait, this was like this journey started nine years ago, but <clears throat> he was always a doctor. But you know, you know, how the, how the funny thing is, how we actually became best buds, kill switch engage. Oh, yeah, yeah? nice, we which is kind of. It's kind of funny. Lately, I've been in a real big kill switch engage. Hell yeah, like, um, bro. Light, light the torch. Um, yeah. Times of grace. Like, dude, I compiled mm -hmm. a playlist of that and I've just been listening to it like front to back. I I don't know what happened. I don't know what took over me. Yeah, oh, no, kill switch for me was, you know, it was what got me through those dark times in graduate school when I had no idea what I was doing and nice. reaching a sort of a personal low and uh yeah, yeah you know that it's the, the power of music the you know all those things and again little yeah. did i know i was using you know psychiatry or you know these these um uh, these applications in, in, into, into helping myself into helping me cope with whatever i was dealing and so yeah. it's kind of cool now to kind of apply it and say hey i can actually do this and i'm like now, have, don't, a, don't... have a title after my name that says that i'm legit i guess don't, don't mean to put you on the spotlight here but do you think yeah. you went into psychiatry because you wanted to help figure yourself out too oh like, absolutely there's you know, like a lot of people skills? that go into mental health for that reason right you know yeah. and it makes sense that as you try to get in touch with yourself you you know at least for me again i can only speak to to, to what i went through just having gone um through those experiences and having gotten to the other side relatively unscathed and actually doing a lot better and you know my life in order now it's like paying it forward and you know i i think it ultimately it makes makes me a better you know uh psychiatrist because i can be more empathetic towards my patients um be more understanding i don't come from a position of knowing that or feeling that i have all the answers it's more mm -hmm. like again being there for them and trying my best and uh knowing that they have somebody that they can lean on because many yeah. times people don't have that like right. they don't have that one normal relationship <laughs> and uh they're in a lot of chaos but um i provide them that that ability to feel what it what it's like to just be in a relationship that sure. is uh, you know, respectful that you know values them that you know sees the positives in them while also, you know, make, you know, holding them accountable. Right. Right. Okay. And like, how hard is it to not make, like turn your friends into your patients? You know, like, do you like, like brain pick them all the time? Like, even when you guys are just hanging out, like, do you ever say like, oh, this person's doing this because of this, you know, or, yeah, you know, no, constantly no. thinking about it or, or something like that? Like, or, or you know, it's kind of, funny because as I've gotten more into my practice and, you know, in training and all that, I actually started to realize how much of an introvert I am. And so I don't really you know my friendships that I have. They're the old, the, they're kind of long standing friendships. Um, yeah. 
And now, you know, meeting new people, it's been a little bit different for me. Like I, cause I, I essentially meet new people every Mm -hmm. single day and we get down and dirty, like fast, you know, like this, like (laughs) it gets real, really fast that in my own personal life, I'm just looking for something superficial. Yeah. When when, when it comes to like just meeting people. And, and, and so I shut myself off as like, okay, cool. And just, you know, enjoy it for what it is. I think what I meant to say was like the friends that you have now, like, do you, do you like, do you like observe them? Like, do you start thinking in your brain, like, Oh, like they're feeling this way because like, what I'm trying to say is like, do you, is there a time like, is you your psych, like, yeah, are you always yeah. analyzing your, like your friends or people around you, or do you just shut that off and you just leave that for work? Um, I, I think it kicks in when there's conflict. Oh, okay. I think it kicks in, you know, I, it's not something top of mind, but whenever there's distress, and I think that's why it's so easy to, for me to switch into that mode, like with Eric, yeah. you know, when he sends out the bad signal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I do. Literally do. Yeah. Literally. I just get into that mode and not, not to necessarily like analyze. It, it's, it's more like of a, let me help you. Let me see okay. where you're coming from. Yeah. Not to say like, oh, well, this person did this and they're probably this. It's not too much to kind of find what's wrong with them and then use it against them. It's mm-hmm. more like mm-hmm. when there's a distressing situation, even like within my, my, my family or whatnot, I'm like, okay, this is why they're coming from, you know, or this is why they're reacting. They're coming from this point and mm-hmm. I have to remember these are their experiences. And that helps me then be more, you know, empathetic towards them, actually mm-hmm. wanting to work with them and not engaging in these typical, mm-hmm. um, you know, cycles that people get into. Right, right. Okay, interesting. Now you have it, Danny. Yeah. But... Now we have more. Now I will talk about the analyzing thing. I know you've had some notes on the on the previous episodes. Uh, some uh, as much as the the mini evil series yeah, because yeah, yeah. because we got really we got we got deep and dirty in that one. Where we like we just buried it all. Like hell, even my wife was like, "Oh, that was I was a little grossed out by your emotions." <laughs> like you know, just mm-hmm. like because I was burying so much, it was just kind of odd. Um, not that she was grossed out like bad, but just like it was a lot to to take in or or because I was even being super honest with some things that I was actually realizing as I was talking, I was like, holy shit, like I didn't realize it until like I'm talking about it right now. And you made a lot of good notes on those episodes and many others. So I'm going to give you the floor, my friend, to uh, give us any notes that you had. Cause uh, I know I've heard, I've heard some of them, but I know you wanted to elaborate on a few and Danny, he, he saw some of the clips that I sent him and he's like, I'm excited. So yeah. we're we're both wet for you to us to get inside our minds. Take my brain awesome. apart, man. Awesome. Just, yeah. Just, well, just actually, scoff, be, just scoff at me. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. be, be, before I engage in any any acts, uh, well, I'm, I'm curious uh, with Danny what 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 particularly stood out for you, like as far as like the the things that Eric had told you about, and was there any particular thing that that you wanted to learn more about or had questions about me or for, for me. So some, I guess something that did kind of stand out, like the, the part that really got me was to stop romanticizing um, mm. our, our regrets and things we could have done differently. Like we're romanticizing our old relationships like that, that stood out to me mm-hmm. um, in a sense of like, like, I don't know. It just kind of starstruck, like not starstruck me, but it just left me like, damn, like he's right. You that's know? what it was. Yeah. yeah like, it's just like that. That's amazing. Like this guy hasn't even try. I feel like he didn't even try. And just with those, with that sentence, it just kind of like, it makes a lot of sense. Like that I was so focused on things I could have done differently and, oh, I shouldn't have done this and regrets. And, but it's also related to how, you know, basically the whole thing where we're like almost secretly in love with the idea that we went through that or something, Mm -hmm. or like we like fantasize about it or we think about it or or like basically we're we're still holding on to those things, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're special, like they're special to us or something, you know? Yeah. No, no, no. And and I'm I'm glad you brought brought that up because that's one of the actually longer texts that I had sent Eric. And Mm -hmm. and that's one of the ones that I was going to pick up uh, or I was going to expand on. And yeah, no, um, uh, as I'm reading through this, it was right when you were telling, um, I, I think you're 
your stories were getting darker. Uh, they, they were starting to get into the, the, these realms of, uh, to, to, to the point where you guys seemed like you were beating yourself up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and that's kind of how I started talking to Eric about it, how I, I just, it was a simple observation of that. Hey, you guys sound like you're taking very hard on yourselves. And that reminded me of, you know, when I'm dealing with patients, like with trauma. Now, I'm not saying you guys have trauma with a capital T, the very, you know, mm-hmm. something excessively violent or, um, you know, some sexual assault or anything like that. Which, I don't know. Which Danny, obviously is terrible. Danny might have some trauma. But, uh, but th- there was definitely, um, it, it, it was emotionally traumatic, right? Yeah, you know, to, yeah definitely. To, to that degree where obviously it impacts how you see yourself and how you relate to others. And, and one thing that comes out of that in many cases is uh, this, this guilt uh, that you could have done more, that uh, this regret that um, you should have, could have, would have. But as I tell patients, you know, hindsight's going to be 2020, but it's also the worst thing that you can go through uh, or the worst exercise you can go through uh, do a Monday morning quarterback on your previous relationships, because (laughs) then you're just focusing. And again, in a way, idealizing what was going on there without with, with, I guess in the process, ignoring all the other things that were taking place at that time, which were maybe healthier and just as good. And, um, but again, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay to process those things but not get so consumed with it to the point where, again, you're romanticizing it or it's mm-hmm. becoming part of you or you're almost like reliving it, but it's, it's starting to feel good. You know, it's part of your identity. And, and yeah, that's, yeah. that's where, that's where it's like, yeah, it happened. But the reality is you're not in that situation anymore because mm-hmm. if you hold on to that, you're going to recreate that in mm-hmm. your current relationship. Mm-hmm. And, in the, oh, and then yeah. future ones. And that's oh. why people say, I don't know why I always get into these. Kind of, it's like, well, yeah, because, you have not let yeah. it go. And now it's part of you. And you're finding things in your current relationship, whether it's at work, romantic, whatever, um, that are going to reinforce the things that you have latched onto and say, ah, you see, this is it. And whether you do it consciously or subconsciously, you know, um, yeah. the yeah. bottom line is, yeah, you're just kind of perpetuating the cycle. And I agree. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I have nothing to say. I mean, that was Danny me. smiling yeah. from <laughs> ear to ear. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Where do I bend with you? Yeah, for real. Yeah, I feel like I owe you like a hundred bucks or something right now. Um, that that was great, man. That that was that was very insightful. Yeah, thanks. That, that was helpful. That was very helpful. And 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 again, part of it too is, um, you know, then the next step because there's always, you know, uh, our our minds are always uh, we we are complex creatures, but unfortunately, we are also very predictable. Whether yeah. I mean that could be a good thing or a bad thing. That's what I love about the human mind, human emotions, you know, every case is so different because it's a unique pattern of things that led to that point. Yeah. But then the, we as humans share these common tendencies. And so the what, what, what happens sometimes is that people start feeling guilty again of like, oh gosh, I should have realized this sooner and, 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 that, and or I should have done things differently you know, uh, before and why did I wait so long? And that's where I also, again, try to minimize that tendency of people to beat themselves up. It's like, no, yeah. it's okay. You actually, again, you need those experiences as much as you don't want, as much as, as they were uncomfortable for you and they brought a lot of pain, you needed them because at the end of the day, they're part of who you are today. And if you're telling me today that things are good, then, hey, Yes, you are good because of those bad things. You are you. You have to own it for what it is, but not let it define you and drive you, but appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep. Yeah, that's um, well. It's one of those I, things I, that go ahead. I need. I need. I need a cigarette after that. <laughs> I got some. I got some smoke, bro. I got some cigars in a pipe. I'll, I'll come I, over. I actually the other day I found. Uh, I don't know if you gave me the cigar. I, I got it in this box. I was like, it's like a box of memorabilia from over the years, like concerts and stuff like that. And I ran into the cigar. I don't know if you gave it to me or someone else did, but basically what I'm trying to say is I got one. So you know. We, yeah. We, no, it's we, I. We I, I, up, I you know? <laughs> spark up no. but i know the feeling it's that's that's the feeling that i always get with talking to Beck. it's it's that like i know where i'm at i know how i feel it and i like i'm just just vomiting all my thoughts and emotions and they don't make sense and you just like okay i like, just put in the pieces together of all my 
brain vomit. And then it talks it back to me like, oh, that's what I meant. Oh, thank you so much because yeah. that's 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 like right now you were swearing you're like like ah, god he's making so much sense yeah. because it's true it's it's a hundred percent true like it's yeah it's it's like the th- the funny thing is like it, it it's things that I that I think not that I already knew but I think them it's like why well, am I doing this because like like with let's say my current relationship. I, like I start to ask myself, am I doing this because this happened to me back in the day? And I kind of doubt myself and it's like, nah, I can't be that. I'm just, I'm just an asshole or something, you know, but, you know, hearing it from, from him and the way he's saying it, you know, like it just makes sense. Like you just said, he just puts those thoughts together, like defragments your brain and all of a sudden, boom, it makes sense, you know? And like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it's it's pretty interesting, you know what 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 you know people like Victor can do, and I mean, I, so that that kind of brings me to to want to ask you, Victor. So yeah, I am coming from a you know like a Mexican American family. Like, how important is it for people like in our culture to go mm-hmm. to therapy? Like, 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 are there outreach programs or like how? Like, like, how would that work? Or what do you have to say to them if they're listening, you know? Yeah, no, uh, and I do, especially where I practice, there's you know, a large Hispanic population. And um, I, I get that uh, comment a lot of like, wait, you're telling me I need therapy? Mm-hmm. Is my problem really that bad? And it's like, whoa, okay, let's kind of start to understand what you think about wait, what therapy is. And most of the time, it's this idea that if you're in therapy, it's because you have something that's so problematic that there's something inherently wrong with you. And then there's the shame. And then there's the, wait mm-hmm. a minute, I, I, I'm actually good, doc. I don't need this. I, I just have a little bit of a problem. And, and so there's that stigma that somehow uh, we need to get over it uh, by ourselves or you know, within our families. Um, but that doesn't always have, you know, that, that's not always the, the best approach because we also have a lot of family members or people around us who will just say, you know what, suck it up and, mm-hmm. or you're not good enough or you're this or that if, if, if you can't get your emotions under control. And that's not necessarily um, a, a very productive approach. And so w- what I do is I start to, um, I don't tell them that I'm doing therapy with them. I just talk to them. Now that's that's how it starts because I also have to meet the patient where they are. I can't just say, "Hey, here's your answer. It's therapy," and then expect them to just be receptive. Mm-hmm. The, the battle, like you said, comes from getting them buy-in. What you know, and and so I'll usually do a couple of of appointments where we talk about things, get a little bit deeper, and then they're like, "Oh, I feel so much better." Or, oh, thank you. Or they 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 have those aha moments. Mm-hmm. And if they're having them, then I'm like, hey, you know, you're very receptive to these kinds of conversations. Do, do, do you like having them? You know, I kind of introduced the idea without using the mm. word therapy. No, <laughs> and, then, yeah, yeah. and then once they're like, yeah, you know, this is helpful. Like every time I come and see you, I feel like there's a load off of me. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's called therapy. And yeah. what? <laughs> like, uh, and then, yeah, this whole time that. we've been yeah, doing therapy? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, I want my and, money and, back. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and so... That's helpful too, because you also don't want to scare the person away. You know, if, if you see them the first time, I, I can, yes, I can say, oh, you need therapy. And it's so easy for me to just flippantly say it, but that's not going to get them back. That's, you know, and so I've learned to that you, you, you can't scare people away, right? Because they get mm-hmm. too dip, too deep in them and they're like, whoa, 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 you know, this is not what I came for. I just wanted my meds and that was it. Um, too but, deep, it hurts. <laughs> but uh yeah i was in and and that's kind of the approach that that, that i've taken and of, of just having them talk to me and um learning about themselves and and pointing out things making observations because again those are things that you do in, in in therapy and then um helping them come to that uh conclusion or the, or that realization that hey there are things that 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 they can work on and things that can improve their 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 um their life, their you know, it, it can help them uh, just put things in, into perspective, and and then at the end of the day, they they feel better, and it's kind of like going to the gym, right? You know, no no one wants to do it, but then when they do it and they come out, they're like, oh, I feel so good, and then you just kind of, but you got to keep going. It's not yeah. just one one session. Um, Have you encountered those people who are just like, 
like just set in their ways old school they're like nope and you they come in to talk to you and they can't you see them kind of like like it but they're like nope sorry this is this is dumb i'm, I'm out of here yeah absolutely absolutely and and you just give them time and 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 so you just again you meet them where they are uh you can't force therapy so going back to Daniel's question, it was just reminding me, right? It's like, as much as I want to say, yeah, everyone needs therapy. I, I do feel that way. Mm. I also know that that's not the right approach. You know, that I'm not saying like, you know, um, because I think people need to kind of understand it first, establish a relationship. Cause it's not just going to mm. therapy with anybody. Mm-hmm. You have to have a good relationship with, with, with your therapist. And so if I tell people, yeah, go out and, get a therapist and then they have a bad experience. Yeah. They're not going to listen to them. You know, so it's, it's a dance. It's a dance. It's, it's, it's this. And and as I say, it's a relationship. It's the most, uh, you know, the, the, the closest you can get to this, you know, very, um, uh, I guess, neutral relationship where, you know, it's, it's, it's healthy, it's respectful. It's, um, and you, get to learn people's tendencies, you point them out. Again, they have to be open to it. And really it's, it's also supposed to be, to be hard. Um, Mm -hmm. When the conflict arises, you need to call them out and you need to tell them what's going on, or you need to identify, Hey, this is your defense mechanism. Have you noticed this? Or say, you know, um, or hold them accountable for things. And um, that can lead to conflict, but conflict is always an avenue to explore other mm-hmm. issues. And so I, 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 I do tell people, I'm like, yeah, don't, don't get too comfortable. Cause once you're comfortable, that means I'm not doing my job. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, um, like I said, so how many, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that right now with the whole COVID thing, are you getting more of an influx of people? Yeah. Or is it yeah. Yeah. Especially there's a just, yes. Uh, the short answer is yes. And a lot of it is, uh, dealing with anxiety and with depression. And so those are the ones that I, I feel the, the two major diagnoses mm-hmm. that, that I can, um, that therapy can be very effective. Um, obviously we do use therapy in other patients with more complicated issues, but mm-hmm. for the most part, when it's a, a situational thing, um, right now people are around their family members more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which means that, there's a lot of these old conflicts that are flaring up. Mm-hmm. People are stressed, which means that they aren't able to cope with things as well as they used to. And you see a lot of just old issues coming back up mm-hmm. and, or, or things where they're like, I don't know, I was fine. I was fine all this time. And now yeah. it's like, I'm having arguments with this. Like you were fine all this time. Tell me what was going on when things were fine. Well, you know, I was, I was able to leave my house. I was able to do my career. Blah, blah, blah. And like now that we're all together, you know, it's kind of like back mm-hmm. to their childhoods. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I've had to, I myself have had to admit that to to Gabby, hell, even this morning, or like she felt like maybe very distant. And then I was like, like I have to be honest with you, like I don't feel good. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna make my classic Eric depressed, which I know my depression. My depression is like mm-hmm. I just want to, I want to like turn in and shut off for three days. That's I know my depression pretty well, but this one just seemed like a like a layer, like a thin layer of like, just like yuck above me that I can't, I can't enjoy a day. And I was just telling her like, you know, it's, I'm driving to work. I go to work and I drive home and start, I only get to like, see you for a minute. I go to sleep. And it's just a repetitive notion. Like, there's no, Oh, let's go to this restaurant. Let's go meet up with this person. Mm-hmm. Let's go to this adventure. Like there's none of that. I mean, while we can still do those small things, it's not enough. And I'm a kind of person that I need I'm like a, I'm like a dog. <laughs> you need to walk me like every day and I need sunlight and I need like action and I need people. Like I need all these stimulants, but then when I don't have it, I don't get my dose. I'm just like, I don't, I don't feel happy. Like I, I don't, I don't feel okay. And I'm not as, you know, like said, like my, my core depression is that it, but it's, I, I can feel it. And I have to admit it that it's that mm-hmm. because it's the same thing. Like your, like your patient said, like when everything was okay, when I think of those moments, Oh, we did all this. I can, my brain can almost like kickstart itself to be like, Oh, I'm perfectly fucking fine. Until then I open my eyes. I'm like, Oh, like, well, you're here in this kind of like dark, uh, world where I don't feel fine. And, uh, it's, it's kind of like, what, what is the, what does one do, you know, like to kind of level yourself out knowing that 
it's it's okay to not be okay right now but um what what would you suggest yeah as tools right. and, or like and, and i think that's that's where you know if if you are inclined to get out and do something more you know that's where a person could definitely go to uh, see a, a therapist again mm-hmm. making sure that it's one that you that's a good fit um I guess this is a plug for psychologytoday.com. That's a website <laughs> that's out there. Again, that's the one that I give my my, my patients. I don't yeah. get any endorsements or anything uh, fancy out of that. But um, they, I tell them, go to psychologytoday.com. It, you put in your zip code. It gives you all the therapists that are available in that zip code. You can even filter them by a bunch of different issues you know they specialize in you know each psychiatrist has their own specialty or psychiatrist and psychologist has their own specialty and so you can find the one that that seems to be a good fit for you and what's going on and what's bothering you Uh, and they have blurbs and then you can kind of see okay based on what they're saying maybe this is someone that you might align with things like that and for the most part most therapists will always um give you like an initial consultation where it might be free or less just to make sure that it's a good fit so that there's not like this, this like uh, awkward moment where you just mm-hmm. paid for a whole session and you know, it's not going to work out. Yeah. So, um, and a t- okay. A tip. And now here's the one. Uh, what about a tip? Cause I've had uh, instances where like, I'll see, I'll go to the therapist, you know, and I do a couple of sessions and I'm just like, I don't, like I'm not feeling it. Like I'm just like, cause you know, you have to, you have to like literally like look for a right fit of person. Right. Right. And I had to like break up with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, how, how do you do that? Like, how does, how does someone properly say like, Hey, like, thank you, but I, this isn't for me. Or like, how do you, how do you break up with your therapist if it's not working out for you? Yeah, no, I, I, th- I think I would, for me, you know, if, if that were the case and if you were my patient, you know, I would hopefully empower you to be open about what is working what isn't working and there's usually i at least reserve a little bit of time at the end to say hey how did this session go like a mm. mini debrief to get an idea is this what you're what are, are you getting out of this session what you thought you 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 would is this hitting on the on, on the on the pressing issues is there anything that we're missing did we not talk about something and so i try to keep that dialogue open and and I, I also tell them, you know, from from the get go, you know, if um, let me know if there's anything that you want that 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 you need uh, from me, you know, any different approaches or like what's if if something's working, something isn't working. Uh, but obviously, I, I know that that's a lot to put on the patient. Obviously, there's there, there's a big side that that comes it's, from me, but it at least it gives tough. them that opportunity. And then even if they feel a little bit, you know, shy or sheepish, say like, hey, I've noticed that you're, you know, I. I tell them whatever my observation is and then just encourage them to, to talk it through. And again, like a normal relationship, right? <laughs> like <laughs> let's talk know. about what's going on. And, and, and if it's not working, then we have that discussion. Hey, you know, I don't know if you're getting as much out of this therapy as maybe mm-hmm. like, or as is possible. Maybe I'm not the right fit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go from there and, and, um, and always give them that, that, that option to, find somebody else or have have a referral ready had you ever have someone break up with you uh not yet because Ooh, I got got you. Good. Wow. or has wait, wait so you've been ghosted is what you're telling me no 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 i mean right now the ones that even in even in residency like my my, my therapy patients and everything you know i ended up having a good relationship i can't therapy mm-hmm. not Medication, yeah, management. yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. No, those, no, those therapy. can can come and go, yeah. But yeah. therapy, even the even the the, the more difficult ones, um, where it got close, um, we worked it out. Uh, we identified what the problems, what the issues were, and particularly more in residency, where I, you know, I do admit that you know you're you're learning. Mm-hmm. There was stuff that I knew, I you know, that I needed to do better, and and again. <laughs> a relationship what are the feelings that are coming from within because certain patients and, and this is something we call transference and countertransference what they bring out in you right because mm-hmm. it's it's like some of them will remind you of things or will do things that remind you of family members or experiences or mm-hmm. something and so you you want to keep those two things separate and then you want to also 
realize like you know that yeah you have emotions as well you're yeah. going to be this pristine person and always so no, understanding I, I get it. Um, and 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 so yeah you you have to be uh constantly communicating constantly seeing um seeing what you know what what your patient is giving you both what they're telling you and then with their body language and with which is what makes i guess the the whole virtual therapy sessions a little bit a little bit different. I'm not going to say they're harder. They're just different. Yeah. I think when I broke with my therapist, he didn't take it too well. <laughs> he, he, he was like, Oh, I'm surprised to hear that. I thought we were doing so well. Okay. There wasn't, there wasn't like, okay, well, thank you. Good luck. I, I, I wrote like a real nice one. Hey, like yeah, yeah. Uh, my, you know, my journey somewhere else. Thank you for starting me on my therapy journey, but I'm just going to look for different options. Thank you so much. Let me know if there's like end of, end of paperwork need. Yeah, no yeah. he was no like, I felt, I felt anxious. I felt anxious. Oh my god, maybe that would have helped. Uh, but mm-hmm. then it just goes back and forth, and it works out. Yeah. Um, but uh, he uh, then like his email was like just kind of very bland, like oh, like very surprised. I thought we were doing so well. Okay, like it wasn't like a uh, good luck. Nice mm-hmm. to meet you. It was just like well, fuck you. I gave you my best. I'm like damn. <laughs> I felt bummed. And it's, it's just it's just hard to do that. You know, I I know like I. I know he has feelings like he's a human being and it's also his career. Like I imagine that something, <clears throat> Hey, you didn't work out for me. is also like a little blow to them. Um, but I was trying to be, I, I was, I think as nice as possible. I was really like kind to his, to his work, which I was genuine about, but he didn't take it that well. Yeah. Um, I don't know what just happens. Did, when, did you when I, but yours? Yeah. Yeah, and, I did. I did. When I, when I broke up with mine, um, I was actually like, um, you know, having all these thoughts, like catastrophic thoughts of like, oh my God, like, you know, she's going to be like, but why? And then I'm going to have to explain to her why and all this stuff. Like I was thinking the worst and I was like, just completely contemplating whether I should or not. I I mean, I felt like I was kind of like, all right, like I know my, my therapeutic, you know, my therapy journey isn't done yet, but I feel like right now, you know, I don't, I don't, I feel like I have to stop now. Like I needed a break because life was getting in the way work. And I felt like I was able to kind of, you know, understand certain things about myself or like kind of control my anxiety at the time. Cause I was going through a lot of anxiety and I'm like, okay, maybe I should stop going. Like right now is the time to stop. And I'm thinking all these things, like I said, and it just turns out I just sent the email. She's like, okay, thank you. You know, I'm glad that you're doing great. And, you know, um, I'm here if you mm-hmm. need anything. And sure enough, I emailed her during Christmas, you know, whatever, you know, just to say, hey, thanks again. You know, I hope you're doing great. You know, I'm doing fine. You know, happy holidays, you know. Text her at 3 a.m. Hey, you up? What are you doing? So we we had a we had an awesome breakup, you know, and um, she probably was like, oh, good riddance, man. This guy didn't ever. <laughs> she, she was probably like, this guy probably never needed it. You know, he's just going Shut through, up. you know, but uh, she didn't say no. that. No, but I like how Vic's like, oh, no, not to me. I'm a good doctor. Oh mm-hmm. no 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 no! But as as and again, I'm I'm very early on. You know, this is I, I haven't I was, had the opportunity no, was, to be with several. I was imagining Doctor Cox from Scrubs. He goes, <laughs> uh, "You had problems with metabolic uh, diseases." He goes, "Oh no, because I'm a good doctor." There you go. <laughs> no, but but um, one thing too, though that uh, that I do know is that that you know these therapy um, relationships that do last a long time. Uh, for them, you know, there's also, it's, it's important to move on at times. Mm -hmm. It -hmm. it is. And, and I've heard it from, you know, psychiatrists, therapists who are much, you know, have been into this field and this practice a lot longer and yeah, sometimes it just runs its course and that's okay. And again, that's when, when things get trouble, then you know that it's probably time for both, Mm -hmm. both of you to kind of move on. Um, that does, again, just because you end a relationship many people automatically assume there's got to be some sort of negativity related to it, but no, mm-hmm. it's just, it means that you've grown. It mm-hmm. means that they've grown. It means that now they have different needs and that, and you know, you've kind of given them everything that you had to offer and that's okay. That's clearly if it's, hopefully it's gotten them, you know, to be in, in, in a better place, but there is nothing wrong with a different perspective and, and change and yeah. the relationship doesn't end. It just changes. That's all it does. Now, let me switch it up on you. How does it affect you? How are you doing with all this? Because I mean, well, that's one. That's one person. I'm one person, and the next person yeah. is one person coming into you, and they come back and they leave. But what about you? At the end of the day, when you've seen 
seven people and then you're just like fried. How do you cope with, you know, with talking to people? I mean, what's the release? Tell me, how do you feel, Victor? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I'm actually in, in, in the market for a therapist because of just, yeah, I have to take care of myself and, yeah. I, and it, and it's, um, I, I know I can do a, a, a very poor job at times of just kind of going and going and going mm-hmm. and then, and then it just kind of like, blah, like you just have a moment where it all it spills over and mm-hmm. that's not healthy and that's not good. And, and so, yeah, professionally it's, it can, you know, no one ever picks up on it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm able to get into that mindset and in many ways, sometimes it's my own happy place. Cause I, I avoid my own problems mm-hmm. <laughs> when yeah. I'm just, you know, I, it's so easy for me to, you know, give other people advice, but, um, or, uh, I, I guess not, not advice. It's, it's, it's easier for me to kind of help them through these, these situations, identify their patterns. Uh, but then by the end of the day, I'm just too tired to look inside and mm-hmm. see what, what, what I'm doing wrong. And so, yeah, I, I am, I, I am currently, yeah, like I said, in, in the market for a therapist, uh, just to get that also going. And, um, and then again, I'm not saying that, you know, goes back to those people who think, oh, you have to have something wrong to go to therapy. No, man, it's because I, I, I need that, that avenue to have someone call me out on these things, on these patterns that may not be productive, may not be helpful and, um, and do something about it. No. Yeah, man. It's, 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 it's tough other man. It's one thing I try to see yeah. is like, it's not just everyone's human, you know, your career may be specifically in, you know, helping other people cope with theirs, but then you also got to cope with yours, man. It's yeah, it's, exactly. It's yeah. Just, and, 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 and you know what, in many ways, that's kind of why I, I, I don't see myself as this, like, Oh, I've got all my stuff together. Therefore mm-hmm. I am, you know, perfect. And, maybe in like many ways that that's that that helps me relate better to my patients and just being like hey yeah you know it's okay don't be so hard on 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 uh, yourself and many times you know there's you know letting them know that they're not the only ones who are going through you know who are making these kinds of mistakes and you know yeah. normalizing that 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 whole situation that no one is perfect like not even the therapist who's telling talking to you is perfect and yeah. uh I was going to say, like, do your the do your patients' stories ever cling on to you, and you like think about them, and that kind of affects your mental health or something? Um, or do you just leave yeah. that at work? Like, does it just stay? No, at home no, no. Like, I mean, I, it, it would be a lie to say that I just leave it at work. And and again, it's I think it's just part of being human, right? I mean, yeah. if, um, I, I think if 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 I left it at work, then I would be very superficial, you know, then it would be a superficial interaction with them. Uh, Mm -hmm. um, There are patients that I still think about. There are patients, you know, I mean, again, you, in many cases, uh, there are times when they tell you, I've never told this to anybody, but you, Mm -hmm. Oh, and you're kind of like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. And, and there are times when I do reflect on those things, um, particularly like with my own children, Right. After yeah. hearing a lot of things, it's like that's where it affects me the most, I think. Where oh, okay. I I now it's like everything I do, it's like I, I I think about it, it's like, oh wow, you know, is this gonna affect them positively, negatively? Again, I'm not constantly second guessing myself, but there are times when maybe it's like, oh, maybe I was too hard on them. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. And then it reminds me of like situations that mm-hmm. patients told me about how when they remember that their father mm-hmm. did something at a particular time, like, oh mm-hmm. dang, you know, like I hope. <laughs> I hope this 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 doesn't cling doesn't traumatize to my kid <laughs> or yeah and 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 so what what i what i do all the time though is i you know just again talking communicating and saying hey you know of course if the kid is old enough like you know like my 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 seven-year-old is now more able to just talk to me about like what he's feeling and if and if i do get upset or i do or there's some sort of like he perceives anything as like a negative interaction I just try to make sure to you know, have them go through it and, and be like, Hey, what did I do? What can I do better? You know, like always letting him know that he can, he can uh, come to me with his concerns and that I am able to acknowledge if I did wrong 
and then try to fix it. Because again, that's a healthy approach. It's not, I want to keep him safe from any emotions, no conflict. He's not going to know what that is. Because no, you you have to know how to deal with conflicts. You have to know how to deal with all these, uh, you know, things. And and so might as well do it when they're when they're young. At least that's my approach with my own kids. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, it comes from like you said, um, my my experiences with some of my patients and what they've told me. And that's, that's when it really pops in. Okay. That's crazy. It's so now, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, okay. So, you know, um, so now that you've listened to all our episodes, um, what, you know, do you have any, what, what, what do you call them notes or do you have any, um, like, do you have anything to say about what Eric and I have said? Like, what have you gotten from the things that we have said? Like, basically just lay it on us. Just lay the hammer yeah. on us. Yeah. So the, that kind of reminds me of the commentary I made on the last episode and what you guys were trying to do and how you kind of took the, the, the series, the evil series, and how it got so dark and then that light at the end the all the positives or at least just the other side of Mm -hmm. the coin right um and i was telling eric you know i think in many ways that's that's what we as as humans try to do it's this yin yang it's this idea that we are carrying so many different experiences both good and bad and Many philosophies have explored this throughout our, you know, existence. Uh, you know, Christianity can call it this, the act of forgiveness, right? You know, balancing things, uh, uh, reaching nirvana, uh, having that balance in you and like some of these Eastern philosophies. Um, and that's kind of what you guys did. Like you, you, you took the bad, you appreciated the good, and then just kind of sat with it and, it was steady and you appreciated it. And I think that's the cool part. And then, and that's the part that I wish people could tap into more where bad experiences don't have to be perceived as bad. They're just experiences that made you who you are today and just sitting with them and being comfortable. Um, Cause I think you let go of a lot of that, that baggage and that negativity and that guilt and the shame and whatever goes on with it. it and, and, and you were able to, walk, you know, walk away from it saying, Hey, I am a better person because of it. Yeah. Oh, damn. It's really nice to hear, uh, hear you say that because that's actually, I mean, for me personally, I know Danny would probably agree is that that was like the end goal, you know, much like you and I talk big a lot, you mm-hmm. know, and Danny and I talk a lot. We see each other a lot more because we live in the same city, yeah. but you know, I just, we, we kept thinking that we have these conversations. Everyone has to have these conversations mm-hmm. or specifically men. Right. And, um, and so in talking these things out was exactly to do that, to be like, like you feel shitty, shitty and, and, and just kind of reminisce or commiserate or get it out of you. But then at the end, always say, Hey man, but it's, you know, life goes on or that was just an experience or like, I understand it's because of this and I do, I got to do better because of it. Or like, that's exactly what you want to do, which is like, um, it was really, I'm, I'm glad that you, you, I mean, it doesn't surprise me you caught it, but it's, it's good to hear it back you know, mm-hmm. to be acknowledged yeah. for, you know, for what we're trying to do, which is super awesome. Uh, one, one more question, Vic. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked about therapy a lot and, you know, just people and emotions, whatever. How would you suggest that you, even, even personally or, you know, professionally, uh, people approach it. Cause I know there's people who think about therapy and like they doubt it. And, and you know, like, you know, we talked about the relationships with therapists, but what would you suggest would be the best way for them to approach it, you know, cause there's people who I know who are like, Oh, well, on one day when they're more like a, as the accepting to, to information and to, into suggestions, they're like, yeah, you know, like maybe I should go to therapy or like, you're right. Like, I'm thinking of this, but then on another negative day, which is most of the days, they'll be like, what could be some crazy or like, like they're very, like they, they know the answer and they want to, like they want to inch to it, but they don't know how to like accept it. Do you have any like kind of, uh, suggestions as to how to yeah yeah no and so i what i would say is when a person is even remotely thinking about therapy and are trying to say hey you know maybe i do want to try it um 
that's when the action should happen, meaning go to a resource like psychologytoday.com or something, find something, something online and start making a phone call to just set up that first appointment while the, you know, strike while the iron is still hot because it's tricky. Um, that avoidance and, and mm-hmm. that's what, that's what you are referring to. Avoidance mm-hmm. is big. Uh, even though we know that our, you know, our, our, the, the things that we are doing are not constructive and are, are hindering our progress, they're comfortable. And people mm-hmm. like comfort, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're, it's, it's, it's what you know, and, and it's scary to deviate because you go into the unknown. How is it going to be different? I don't know. Well, we think it'll be better, but what if it's not? What if I find out something scary about myself? And, 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 and so it's all about avoidance. And that is the one thing that just humans are really good at. No one wants to get hurt, you know, and mm-hmm. no one wants to, you know, feel uncomfortable. And, but so when they feel like, okay, maybe this is the time to, to explore it. That's when you just go forth, reach out. Um, and, and it doesn't even have to be with a, with a therapist. Uh, I would argue, I mean, talk to somebody, have somebody that you can go to, that you have a healthy relationship with someone that you can be honest with and, and that they will also talk to you in a way that, that is also honest and caring. And, um, you know, I think that's kind of how our friendship got started. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not like we had, uh, you know, formally therapy or whatever, but, you know, it was somebody, but it was, <laughs> but it was somebody that, 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 um, obviously valued, you know, what, what what you had to say to them and then uh you you felt safe you, know, you mm-hmm. felt that you could disclose things and that again holding you accountable and so even if that's the best that that a person can do um again even though it's not formal therapy uh that that's just a step in the right direction and if you find yourself feeling like you come out of these experiences after talking to a really good friend or talking to somebody and you're like oh gosh i feel like there's a load that's been lifted off and pursue that, you know, uh, try to see if you can get help from someone who's, you know, who does, does a career out of it. And like you said, has to be the right fit, make sure that, that you know, and it may not be this person. It's like a, you know, it's like dating, right. You know, you want to mm-hmm. make sure that uh, they align with, with, with your style and, um, and then go from there. But it is tricky, right? Cause it, it, it has to come from within too. I also tell my, my patients, I, I can tell you what, you know, what I think you should do, but ultimately you, you've got to get this mm-hmm. uh, going. Um, well, I, I think what you guys are doing is great. You're hopefully giving somebody out there, one of your listeners, the, the, uh, uh, you know, you're, 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 you're deconstructing those, the, the, those barriers that, that have been out there for mental health and uh, for, and, and the stigmas that, that exist and having something like this, you know, where they at least get exposed to it or have someone in the field, you know, talking about it and maybe making it more relatable that might yes, sir. swing them into like, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe yes. I can do this. Maybe this isn't some, you know, some awkward, uh, you know, session that I got to go into and they're going to do Jedi mind tricks on me and then make Damn, me that'd be sick. Yes. <laughs> That's what we are. Me and Danny, we are swingers. You know, we're trying, to, we're trying to swing people into the, you know, good feels and mind feels. And dude, I really appreciate you coming and talking to us about all of this. You know, it, it it's kind of touching right now. It reminds you of, you know, when we first met and, and it is like having chats. I think I remember one time we went to, damn it. Was it not Cobra Lounge? Reggie's. Remember there was like a bunch of jello shots and there was like a person, like one person who was like super like, uh, distraught about something and then yeah. you started talking to them and then then you and i talked about it i think that was the first home moment where i thought like, man like you're like this was a very natural feeling you know of just being open and you and i are very similar just like me and danny are very similar like, all three of us right here are actually very similar in the sense where like we can just say something and then just continue and talk about it and and just rip it apart and just be genuine about it and that's you know that's why I you know I, I love that you're in, in the field like it doesn't surprise me that you were ever in this field it, it surprised me that you <laughs> that you weren't born uh, <laughs> I feel like that was always a thing, but, um, you know, it's, 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 it's awesome. It's awesome to like have you as friend and, you know, now Danny is, uh, been yeah. introduced into the, into the threesome here yes. and it's, you know, it's, it's dope, man. I'm like, thank you for, for coming. Thank you for being a friend and thank you for, uh, no, and I think, thank you for, you know, again, uh, you and, and Danny for getting this, this podcast going. Um, um, like I said, I, I enjoy it tremendously 
but also because I know that it's helping people out there and, and hopefully at some point, yeah, you know, like it would be interesting to see, you know, how, you know, if, if, if there's any feedback that, that, that you can get from your listeners to see yeah, if no, it's helping um, them or not, or, well, I mean, I, I for surely, for surely, for certainly, uh, for certainly hope that we also going to bring you back later on. You know, we're, yeah. there's going to be, yeah, anytime we'll bring you up, we'll just chat up and things. Uh, yeah, it would be great to have you like on an episode, maybe, you know, share your thoughts on a topic that we're talking about. Yeah. You know, or just pick something yeah, more hard. active, more dynamic. Get, get what yeah, you wanted, Victor. Yeah. You're like, Oh, chime yeah, in. You get to chime in there and then right there. Like we're going to, we're going to make it a, like, we're like, we're going to be talking like almost fast each other. Kind of like your mama jokes, Danny back and forth. And you're going to buzz in like, burp. see what you did there was. Yeah. Yeah. Just go off gonna... on us and tell us, and then it continue. And then we just keep mm-hmm. going at each other. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, awesome. it, it was, it was, uh, yeah, like Eric said, man, it was definitely awesome having you on. I, I was looking forward to this, you know, for quite some time. Um, you know, that episode that got lost, you know, um, we were going to release it, you know, to let the people know that we were going to have you on. Unfortunately that didn't happen. But since that day, I've, I have been thinking about <laughs> it. Our schedules are a little messed up and, I don't really get to, you know, talk to Eric too much or whatever, but I was very excited to have you on. And, and it was, it was more than what I expected. Like it it was a great experience. It's great having somebody else on the show too, man. Like me, I was, it was getting awkward and stagnant with Eric. I was ready to break up with him. (laughs) It was nice bringing in a a third person, you know, um, do we need to go to couples therapy now? Yes. No, you, you just came into the bedroom and fixed it. We're all having a smoke after this. Um, actually uh, spoiler that this was couples therapy for me and Eric. So yeah, basically yeah, Yeah, it worked out great. No, but, um, but yeah, man, uh, I want, I want to, I want to thank you for being on. I want to thank the folks for listening in. Um, please give us feedback. Um, I would say let's give Victor a round of applause, you know, but uh, we have no audience, but you know what I mean. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, ask, ask away on Instagram. Go ahead and drop comments on our post if you have a specific question. Or if um, you want to be a little bit more anonymous, go to um, or email us. I don't think we've ever given the email, right? I don't think we have, no. no. Well, the email is uh, unbrothodox at gmail.com. That's yep. it. Just you know, email us straight just... there and and we'll we'll definitely get back to you guys. But um there you have it, folks. Victor, thanks for being on. Hey, thank you guys. Yep. Really appreciate and, it. Yep, and uh we'll catch you guys on the next one. Uh well if we lose this one, I'm sorry. You guys <laughs> don't get it, and this is our last episode ever if that it, happens. Yeah, if 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 we lose this one, you, you won't hear from me again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be just be me and Vic next time. But it'll be once a month because he's super busy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All right. We'll just call it guys. skills over pills. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That's actually really good. I would Wait, stop. Don't, don't take them from me. Stop. Kind of Segway you out, man. No. Sure. Uh, no. All right. Oh, my God. Segway me. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, guys. Later. Later.